Hey guys, welcome back. If you are confused because that is not Shelby over there, that over there is Thomas. I'm going to try it. Chavaria. Ooh, yes. I even did the R's. Hey, yes. what's up? Okay. Um, but as you guys know him, Third Coast Tom. So obviously, don't get confused. That is not Shelby. That is Tom. Uh, I'm Susie. You should recognize me. And this is episode seven of Bourbon and Baseball. So uh, I want to thank Tom for coming on and uh, subbing for Shelby. She ditched me to go fishing, I think. Hopefully, she got a lot of fish. Um, and here we are. And we will kind of go over the happenings around the league. And then we will talk about all of the craziness that is Astros baseball. And there has been a ton of it. So um, how have you been, though, today, Tom? Besides going crazy over this uh, game. <laughs> Today's been good. Uh, the game was crazy, like you said. I uh, <laughs> ended up sneaking off to the gym to kind of work out some of those demons, you know, because uh, it was it was stressful. It was yeah. it was. They lost it, won it a couple different times. So, yeah, I had to, I had to go relax. Yeah, see, the, my idea of relaxing is not going to the gym. At no <laughs> point in time will you will you hear me say, "Hey, I'm going to go to the gym." No, that's that's why I do this instead. And for all of our um, audio listeners only, I'm holding up a uh, Cayman Jack premixed margarita. It's delicious, kind of, not really, but you know, it it <laughs> it'll do in a pinch. So. Um, let's chat about the big happenings. Um, Aaron judge. I know, I know it's Aaron judge and the Yankees, but we got to talk about it, right? Because it's, it's pretty important. So Aaron judge on Tuesday hit his 60th home run in the bottom of the ninth against the freaking pirates. Did you see this game, Tom? I saw the highlights. I did not actually watch the game. I've been trying to avoid the whole, let's stop everything and watch Aaron Judge play baseball. So uh, I've it been trying to avoid It kind of cracked me up when they, um, when they cut into football games. To, to, I'm, all, I'm pretty sure if you're watching the football game, you do not, <laughs> you, don't, you don't even give, you don't care anything mm -hmm. about this. No, I, I don't know. But um, I, I had heard, like I was reading it up, reading about the highlights on Twitter and I'm all, and um, so I have two fantasy leagues going. And so random players on, you know, various teams are on my two fantasy leagues. So I pay attention to all the scores. So I'm looking at my scores and I'm seeing that the freaking Pirates have put up like eight runs on the Yankees. I'm all, I'm sorry, what now? What's, what's happening over here? So then I tune in because, of course, I have to tune in because it's the freaking Pirates, and you don't expect the Pirates to win anything. <sighs> and then um, and then they lose it. They lose it. Judge hits his 60th <laughs> home run in the bottom of the ninth. And by that point, the Pirates were up by three. And then freaking Giancarlo Stanton walks it off with a grand slam. <laughs> yeah. It was it was amazing. Like, as as if if I was a Yankees fan, I'd be to the moon. As an Astros fan, I'm kind of like, why are they pitching to these guys? Like, those are like the two guys that can really hurt you, right? I don't I don't they, even know. Like at that point, I'm all, what's what is what's going on, guys? What's happening? <laughs> so, the, I, the Aaron Judge was on a three one count. So I'm I'm like at that point, just walk the guy like. We, we, we tried. All right. I'll let it go. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I pitched the stand. Not in that part. I don't. Yeah. I just, at that point, I was like, oh. And at no point in time did I ever think that, oh, hey, I'm going to root for the Pirates. But at that point, I was rooting for the Pirates. One, because they were the underdog. And we always want to root for the underdog. But then it's the underdogs against the Yankees. So we really do have to root for them. But no. No. And then... Uh, did you know that if you walk it off with a grand slam, it's called like the ultimate walk off or something or the ultimate grand slam? There, the word ultimate is in there somewhere. I did not know that, it, but there's uh, like I the guess it makes sense. There's the technical term for it, and I was not aware. And I'm all, oh, all right then. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, if you win, if you win it by a with a grand slam, it's called like an ultimate walk off or something. I'm all. Baseball's weird. I'm glad that 
somebody else knows these rules, but so, and now we, now we sit and wait. Um, and as of this recording, which is, uh, September 25th at nine 23, um, the Yankees and the Red Sox are in a rain delay, I believe. Yes, they are in a rain delay. And, uh, Aaron judge has not hit his 61st yet. There has been, there has been some, um, some interesting flyouts and Roger Maris's family's in attendance and stuff. And I'm, I'm a little confused on why Aaron, uh, Roger Maris's family's in attendance of all the games, but I'm all, all right, whatever. But, you know, I assume it is it's because is. he's passing him, right? The all time Yankee home yeah. list, he's passing him. But I mean, but, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, are, are you that big of a, baseball fan are you are you a yankee fan are you do you just want to congratulate judge on breaking your dad's record i don't know i'm i'm a little confused by it but you know hey whatever and he's been like every game like he's trying to be there for when it happens yeah i still and it still kind of boggles my mind and i but you know to each their own and that's fine so um and then oh that's not like I didn't have my my notes handwritten. I did it on my Google Drive. So, um, and then Friday, Friday, the machine Albert Pujols hit six ninety nine and seven hundred in the same freaking game. <laughs> and then, uh, and that boggled my mind. He did it quick too. It was like thirty minutes between homers. It was like two innings or something like that. He didn't mess around. No, no, he did not. And um, so six ninety nine. I want to say that they, the people who caught that one, got it authenticated, and there was some sort of exchange made. Don't know what was exchanged, but I want to say he has the six ninety nine ball, and then the seven hundredth ball. Mm-mm. They caught that and pieced the f out. So um, <laughs> apparently, according to uh, Ben Verlander, offers were made. Ball was authenticated, but they're holding on to it. And I'll be really interested to see how much it actually goes for. I mean, we talked about it earlier today on on our podcast. It's just like, why would you keep it? Or why would you not not keep it? Like, that's like life-changing money that while, yes, you want to see it find its way back to Albert some kind of way, but you want to be compensated for that because it's a lottery ticket. Right. Boy, I better have my money because I'm <laughs> telling you what, Albert Pujols, I love you and I love the game of baseball, but sir, you and MLB, you have plenty, plenty of money to give me for this ball. And I'm sure if you don't, somebody else will. Like some collector out there will for sure give them money. And I was listening to another podcast about um, what what they would what they would do, how much how much it would take for for them to give the ball back or whatever. And one of the guys had a really interesting point that it it wouldn't ever actually happen, but he's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to set them out. I just want 1% or half a percent of their future earnings. And I'm all, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I'm, like, wow. I'm like, I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind, you know? Um, you know, and then one, one of the other guys was saying, no, no, you know, I give me, give me like six figures. It's yours. I'm all six figures. No, no, no. That's way too low. No, this that ball is gonna go for way more. And he's like, look, I don't want to be. I don't want to be greedy about it, Mom. I definitely want to be greedy about it. <laughs> One thousand percent. So um, we're just glad that Zach Campbell did not catch the ball, right? Absolutely. Like, we can all agree on that. Like, I feel like that is a uniting factor. Like, the Dodgers can hate the Astros fans. Yankees can hate the Astros fans. Yankees can hate Boston. But we can all agree. That we all hate Zach Campbell, right? <laughs> like that Absolutely. that is the that is the joining force here. The crazy thing is like he got a long way down the road, right? All these balls that he's been able to snake however kind of way. Like, I'm just glad, you know, the MLB family is trying to, you know, clean up Zach Campbell. You know what I mean? Like, get him out of there. I will and, and it's not even like those balls. Just the fact that he has the audacity to Steal balls from like children, I'm like handicapped. I'm like, what, what, in what area in your brain is that okay? No, like, I, 
is that is that part of your brain broken? I don't know. We we even went so far as to um, mock up stickers that Shelby and I were thinking of making um, that had to do with Zach Campbell. So be on the lookout for those. We we may or may not release them. We will we will see if we have enough brain power and initiative to get this project off the ground. But um, so that is the big news around the the league besides the Cleveland guardians of all teams, the Cleveland guardians clinched the AL central today. It's amazing. I mean, they were not projected to be anywhere near that. I've got a real good buddy of mine. He's a diehard fan. The Gardos, as he calls them, you know, watch out for the Gardos because they're just young enough to not understand what they're doing and just go out there and just, we don't care. We're just going to play. And if we win, we win. If we don't, well, we weren't supposed to win. So. Exactly. I mean, everyone had the White Sox winning that. Everyone. And then the White Sox, I don't even know what happened to the White Sox. I don't know if it was, I mean, because Tim Anderson's been hurt. I know a lot of guys of theirs have been hurt. But then Tony La Russa, and there's just been weird play call. I, I don't even know. But. Uh, hopefully maybe next year, hopefully Tony Larissa's health gets under control and some other manager comes in. I, I don't even know, but the White Sox had that. Everybody was calling for that, for the White Sox to clinch that division. And they're like, oh no, the Cleveland Guardians are not, not even in it at all. So shout out Miles Straw. There's our Astros connection. Um, I was really sad when they traded Miles Straw. I'll be really honest. I was very, very sad. Because I loved Miles Straw. And the fact that he and Kyle Tucker were just best friends, that made me happy. It's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of great players that have left the Astros that a lot of Astros fans just like, they cling to anyway. Tony Kemp, you know, Miles Straw. <gasps> I uh, love Tony Kemp. Charlie Effin Morton. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. These are These are Astros guys through and through. Like, I mean, maybe they're not, you know, wearing the jersey or whatever, but we're going to love them just the same. Yes. George Springer, you still have a tiny piece of my heart. <sighs> but that's okay. That's okay. Did you see that Jake Myers is freaking raking in Sugarland? Yes, yes. And and I hate it because I don't know if he can make it transfer from there. It's kind of like uh, Jose Siri. Jose Siri was raking in Sugarland too. But it, when he came up, it was like something in his brain just wouldn't let it happen. And we need somebody to be consistent for all of Chaz's deficiencies. He's sort of consistent. You know what I mean? So I would love Jake to figure it out and become the center fielder that he was supposed to be. I I would love last year, Jake. That's, that's the Jake that I would like back. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I still don't think he's that he's that Jake though, even though he's put up all the numbers in triple a and Mickey story is saying that, you know, that he's figured it out and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of it kind of makes me sad, but apparently, there's been some some talk that James Click is thinking about bringing him back. I don't think Dusty Baker's very happy about that. No, because I wonder what he's going to do with the whole roster, right? Because like, you got to figure out like that 26 is going to be really tough. You got Hunter Brown that I feel has to absolutely have a position. You've got you know that center field spot that I think can only take one position because you've got other guys like Diaz that you move around, Mancini that you Wait, move around. Wait, Aledmus or, or um, Aledmus. I was about to say Yon- Yondi. Not Yondi. Not Yondi y- Diaz. Yainer. Yainer. Thank you. Yeah. There's no, so many Y and Diaz's apparently in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, I really just hope that however it plays out, they're, they're – there's a spot for Hunter Brown. That's the one name that if that's not on the postseason roster, that's not a, for the, the the starting nine. I'm ready to riot. I I think a lo- I think a lot of people share your sentiment, Tom. I, th- I think a lot of people do because I'm I'm pretty sure if Baby JV is not in the bullpen, there will be riots, many many riots. Um, his his freaking uh, leaving the leaving the bases loaded. When he came in, oh my gosh. When I tell you that 
all of the nerves and everything clenched. <laughs> all of my all of my things clenched. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Please get out of this. Please get out of this. Please. And because you knew like that, like that was the test. That was the test. For better or for worse, Dusty Baker was going to leave him out there to see if he could sink or swim. And I'm all, oh my god, please, please, <laughs> please, please, please. And he shined. He freaking shined. And I'm like, yes, baby JV. Let's and what it. I love about him so much is that he has legit nasty, filthy, put away stuff that I feel like some of the other guys in the bullpen just don't have. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, maybe Stanek's got a crazy, you know, he can throw a hundred mile an hour fastball. But what's that secondary pitch? You know, that that mm-hmm. crazy pitch that you're like, okay, I got to worry about that too. Yeah. So when Hunter Brown throws that 94 mile an hour slider, which is ridiculously hard for a slider or that 88-mile-an-hour curveball that just falls off the table, those pitches are filthy, filthy. And I just feel like that is so much more important in the postseason. And I, I understand uh, Brian Abreu's pitched well. I understand, you know, Phil Maton's pitched well. But this guy is electric, and I just really hope that he's not watching it with us. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I'm, I'm telling you, if I'm pretty sure if Hunter Brown is – is not in the bullpen people will riot there will be riots in the streets like I'm, that that is my hot take if if hunter brown is not in the bullpen there will be riots in the streets like we will find out all of the information <laughs> and there will be riots um so but let's um let's start with um monday we'll literally just watched astros baseball all week just all week because there was there was no off days and just all of the playing, all of the days. So Monday we were playing the Tampa Bay Rays, and I will I will be honest that I thought that the Tampa Bay Rays may be pesky, right? Because in years past they've been they they've been pesky. Hell, for other teams they've been pesky, but we came in and we shut them out. Um. So Luis Garcia, five innings of shutout ball. Two hits, four uh, walks, and four strikeouts. And then Baby JV came in and piggybacked that with three innings, two hits, one walk, and two strikeouts. And then Naris, one inning, closed it out with one hit and two strikeouts. And that freaking clinched the AL West. I really thought that they were going to have to really earn that, you know, maybe the the second or third game, something like that, something really close. For them to come in right away and do it, really, really impressive. To to have Hunter Brown be included in that, really, really impressive. And Tampa's known for really, really good pitching. The Astros went out there and got runs early and just kind of ran away and hit. Yeah. Um, I, Altuve leadoff homer. Like what? What can you not do, Jose Altuve? Like my short king. What can you not do? Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, really, I I tweeted this out today that anybody anybody willing to come at Jose Altuve, I will throw hands. I will throw hands. I will throw feet. I will throw all the things at you. Okay. Just don't don't come for my short king. Just don't do it. Um, the the freaking party afterwards cracked me up. Hector Neris makes me laugh with his champagne toasts and just all of, all of the things. Um, and you know, I'm just, I'm so happy for, for Hector and for, uh, Montero and Trey Mancini that they all get to experience this, you know, because they've been on, they've been near it. They've been playoff adjacent, but they haven't been there a bunch, you know? And so I'm just, I'm, I'm thrilled for, especially for Trey Mancini, because I love, I love Trey Mancini. <laughs> He's just the nicest guy, right? Right. You have a hard time rooting against him. You yeah. just want him to do well at every step. And I, they interviewed Hector. He was, you know, so, so happy to be a part of this organization, which is like the thing, right? With the whole cheating scandal, you thought players wouldn't want to come to Houston because, oh, it's a dirty franchise. Contrary to that, Everybody they talked to was like, no, I absolutely want to be in this clubhouse. I love the environment. I love the coach. I love the players. And I just wanted to come here and win. This team has, has been winning for the last six years. I just want to come here and win. And Hector said that. And Trey said that. And 
now they're getting a chance to do it on the biggest stage. Oh yeah. Um, did you, did anybody find it weird that literally in any of the pictures, I could not find Kyle Tucker. I think I found Kyle Tucker in like one of the things I was looking at all of the videos and stuff. I'm all, where did he go? I was, I was very confused. That so was just... I saw one picture of him and it was with somebody with just a shirt on, Yeah, but with the champagne showers, he was nowhere to be found. He wasn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, do, do you not like the champagne showers, Kyle Tucker? Like, what's going on there? I don't know. And then um, Yuli with his with his uh, congratulatory English message. I was like, oh my gosh, that is adorable, and I freaking love it. And I t- I told Shelby this that the I literally only want to learn Spanish so that I can understand what they're saying and read all of their their wives and significant others Instagram posts. Oh, I bet you there's some interesting stuff in there. There are. And I'm, and you know, on Instagram, how it says like C translation or whatever. So I'll click on C translation sometimes and I'm all, I don't, I don't think that's right. That's, I don't think that's right <laughs> at all. Nope. Nope. And so my best friend is, is, um, is Mexican. And so, so I'll like screenshot it and send it to her. And she's like, really? That's, this is, this is what you're texting me. And I'm all, yes. And she's like, I there's Google. You know that, right? I'm all, yeah, this is faster. She's like, I don't know. No. <laughs> and so then she's something like a Duolingo link. And I'm all, I know, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> she's I'm like, aware. here, here, take yeah. this. <laughs> she's like, how about you learn? I'm all, fine. So anyways, that was Monday. Uh, Tuesday, we win again. And then again, and it's another shutout. Funny thing is though, on Tuesday, Two big players for the Rays were missing out of the lineup, and I didn't realize it until Wednesday when it came out. And I was like, "Oh, I just thought it was an off day, but no, no." Do you know who was missing on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, Randy Rosarena, and uh, it's another Diaz. I just can't. Yandy remember. Diaz. <laughs> yes, Yandy Diaz, and apparently they duped it out in the parking lot. That, that's yes. the rumor. So. I'm like, I need to know what I need to know what they were like fisticuffing about because. You you didn't even like. Typically, you work that stuff out in the locker room. No, no, no. They fisticuffs in the parking lot. I I want to know. <laughs> I think you're going to need your Spanish translator for that because I'm sure I, it's not in English. I probably most likely. <laughs> I, I I was searching Twitter to see if I could find anything. I couldn't find anything, and I was very sad. And I was like, I like Gossip Girl here. I need to know the news. <laughs> but anyway, so. Uh, we win five to zero again. Jeremy Pena, I freaking love you. Um, third inning home run after Molly walks and Altuve singles, and Yanier Diaz gets in the game. Hooray! Gets a uh, collects his first hit, and his dad and his brother were were in from the Dominican Republic and are in the stands to see his double. And what made me so sad, his double. Would have been a home run in 17 of the 30 ballparks. Well, of course it would have been. Of course. <laughs> of course. But that's okay. That's okay. Because he got his, he got his first MLB hit. And, that, and I loved it. And I loved that literally right afterwards, everybody in the dugout w- was calling for the ball. Everybody. And I was like, I love you. I freaking love you, Astros. But um, Shelby, has a, Shelby has another note in, in, our, in our show notes. Zach Hample uproar. <laughs> I'm like, I will le- I will leave her. <laughs> I will leave that in there for her to talk about in our next episode. But um, Kyle Tucker gets his 100th RBI in this game. And he's the first full-time outfielder since Carlos Lee apparently did it in 2007, 2008, and 2009. And so I, I was a little confused on the whole full-time outfielder thing. I'm like, are there part-time outfielders? Like, What's going on here? And Mike's like, yeah, there's part-time outfielders. Jordan, DH. Plays DH, yeah. Right. I'm all, you know, sometimes I dislike when I'm stupid and ask dumb questions. But here I am being dumb. So anyways, but yeah. Um, And then Wednesday, we win again, 5-2. to This time at least Tampa scores and Randy uh, not Randy Rosarena. Um, yeah, Randy Yandy? Rosarena. Oh, okay. And, oh, 
No, apparently in my head, Randy Rosarena and Adolis Garcia are the same person because I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> they both play well against the Astros. Right? They both I'm beat like, us fairly well. Freaking Astros killers. Just, uh, But Randy Rosarena and Yandy Diaz are both back in the lineup. And um, I have a feeling maybe that's why they scored two runs on us. I'm just... Uh, but we uh, we sweep the Rays. McCullers came in and was freaking nasty. Just eight Ks. Um, Tucker with a two-run home run. And that gets him to 29 home runs. And I just really need him to get 30-30. I don't think that's going to happen, though. Mm-hmm. I think 30 home runs is going to happen. I don't think 30 steals is going to happen. He tried. He tried to swipe two bags that day. He got second, and then immediately after that, he tried to swipe third, and uh, didn't get he it. Got, he got rung up pretty bad, but uh, really impressive that they won Tuesday because they should have all been hung over. They should have all been absolutely hung over. And then Shane McClanahan was the pitcher, and he's like a Cy Young candidate. And all they did was go out there and put four runs on him real quick. I when I tell you. So I have Shane McClanahan in both of my freaking fantasy leagues. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. They're killing me. All you should have been pumped going in. Oh, all. I was I was semi-excited because if the Astros lose, that means Shane McClanahan gets all the points. But then if Astros win, I mean, the Astros win, and then I'm happy. Then the, But Shane McClanahan, I was like, bro, what's going on? And then... <laughs> You know, but it is what it is. Um, all of my pitchers this this week have not been have had not done well. Like pitchers that you would have thought would would have done well, like Jacob Degrom. The Athletics hung five earned runs Oof. on Jacob Degrom. The Athletics. <laughs> what is going on? I I was I was going to riot and Luis Castillo. I, it, anyways, um, sorry. <laughs> That was my rant on all of my pictures not doing well. Anyways, Thursday, we go to freaking Baltimore. And we get shut out. And Verlander was pitching on Thursday. So I thought, at the very least, we were going to win Thursday. Friday, I did not have good feelings because Urquidy was going to pitch. And I was like, eh, that's probably one we're going to lose. But the fact that they shut us out and Verlander pitched, I was shocked. Shocked. Yeah, it was a tough day. It was it was just and and again we kind of talked about it uh, a little bit on the other podcast that they were coming in off a flight, you know, playing a late game in Tampa Wednesday, then flying into Thursday and playing at seven oh five may have had something to do with it. But I know Dusty had sat some guys, you know, trying to rest some guys. So it was just and and the kid that they pitched, Bradish. He pitched so well against the Astros in Houston and then just repeated the performance in Baltimore. So, I mean, I tweeted it out. You just kind of tip your cap to him. It's really one of those things where like, some people just have your number, you know, and, and he's super young. So he just might not be going, holy crap, that's Jose Altuve. Holy crap, that's Jordan Alvarez. You know what I mean? He's just throwing pitches up there. And he was really good, really good mix of pitches and kept him off balance all night. Uh, yeah. Freaking um... – 8.2 innings pitched, two hits. We got two hits off of him, and str- he struck out 10. And when I tell you that my mind was boggled, that freaking Bradish was, like, kicking our butts, I'm all, freaking A, not again. <laughs> not again. But then I was like, all right, all right, that's okay, that's okay. It's just one game, and it's Baltimore, so, you know. But then Friday happened. <laughs> and again, we get shut out. And again, I wasn't expecting too much out of her, Katie. But the two shutouts in a row? I was like, um, did, are these the same Baltimore Orioles that just played Detroit? And Detroit just kicked their ass? Like, Detroit freaking... Almost swept them. I mean, they they got out of the the last game. They just barely eked out a win. But Detroit handily kicked their ass on the first game. They like, shut them out. I'm all, what? Really? 
Really? The Baltimore Orioles? The Baltimore Orioles are the Astros' daddy? Is that what is that what you're going to tell me right now? It's tough, but I mean, the, the same two pitchers, the same guy that pitched for them uh, yesterday, he was just lights out. Or the day before, I'm sorry, the day before. He was just lights out, and he was lights out against them in Houston. So, yep. so I mean, Bradish, Bradish and Kramer, um, I don't ever want to see your faces ever again. That's It's nothing personal. I mean, it may be a little bit personal, um, but it's just really more professional, as if I'm part of the Astros. But, Lord have mercy. I mean, we were we were hanging in there for a little while, and then that seventh inning happened. And I swear, I'm like, if you're going to at least hit the freaking ball, just really none of those freaking singles against Neris went faster than 70 miles an hour mall. Are you <laughs> kidding me right now? He just got singled to death. And I'm all, mm-hmm. <sighs> at least and weak I, singles, you just, know? Oh, that was the most maddening, frustrating, all, all of the, all of the ad- adjectives. No, not synonyms synonyms words are hard um for that just i literally um he comes in in the seventh three singles in a row a sack bunt and then another single are you kidding me just no yeah. it was like just, chinese water torture you know little drops oh just, my gosh ding, just ding, ding. death by a thousand cuts man just yep. so so bad and then Saturday, oh my freaking gosh. When I tell you that I don't know if I will be able to, able to survive the ALDS and the ALCS if we have another <laughs> game like this, I will die. I will literally die. Or my house will just be so, so clean because I won't be able to like <laughs> actually watch and just have to work off all of the nervous energy. I don't even know. I don't even know how many lead changes there were. Let me – do you – did y'all go over this on your podcast? We, I mean, he went through like, you know, the actual run producing, but I can't tell you how many exactly lead changes there was. I just know it was a lot. It, there, was, a it lot. was, it was freaking so many. I mean, okay. So overview, we win 11 to 10. <laughs> Fromber, unfortunately, loses his quality streak. Right. And I was like, I was so sad about it, but he, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't on it. He, he didn't have his best stuff. Um, Tucker still second gets caught stealing third. What are, what are we doing here, Tucker? What, what are we doing here? Like, I understand that the, that, that record is, is very tempting, but why, why are we running into outs here? That's just so silly. So top of the third, Altuve hits a two run home run and now it's two to zero and we are all thrilled, right? Bottom of the fourth, single, single error by Pena bases are loaded. Rudnando Dor comes on. Now, I don't know. If your name is Rudnet Odor, I feel like you have to be a bad MFer, right? At some point in like <laughs> seven year old Rudnet Odor, apparently just you have to. If your last name is Odor, he and your a first lot. name is Rudnet. Like you did. You have to I feel like this is this is why he plays with a chip on his shoulder. And he's is he the new Astros killer? He's been that way for a long time. So if you recall, when he played for the Rangers, he was that dude for the longest time. He would always come up in those spots and have that goofy single or the homer that just broke your back. Rudnett Odor has been an Astros killer for a long time. So, I mean, um, who was who was it for the Mariners? Kyle? Ky- uh, um, Seager. Thank you. Kyle Seager. Kyle Seager. So Kyle Seager retired. He's like, I'm handing the reins to you now. Like, uh, stupid Rudnet Odor. <laughs> all like all. I mean, and what was what was the what was the note? Um, the the broadcast had said he was zero for seventeen or something stupid before. He's like, did he just look at the schedule? And he's like, ha, 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 Astros are coming up. I'm gonna break my streak because. <laughs> Just in all of the big situations, here's Rudnet Odor coming up, just looping singles and freaking pimping what he thinks are home runs. Anyways, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> so, bottom of the fourth, Rudnet Odor singles. Adley and Ramon Urias scores. 
Hayes to third, and now we're tied. Two to two, right? Mateo grounds out. Hayes scores. Odor to second, and now it's three to two Orioles, and Cedric Mullins with a freaking two-run home run. And I was both elated and horrified because I have Cedric Mullins on one of my fantasy teams. Um, but then, after the elation, I went to go check my points, and apparently, in my haste, I benched him. So I didn't Aww. even get the points. So it was like insult to injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top of the fifth, Chaz singles, Maldi singles, Altuve walks, spaces are loaded, and Pena with a double. Right? And so I feel like Pena was really like, oh my gosh, guys, I really have to do something in order to make up for that error. Right? Uh, Pena with the double. Now it's 5-4. to four. Jordan singles. Altuve scores. Now we're tied. 5-5. Five to five. Bregman sack fly. Pena tags up and scores, but takes an L on his face. Big L. <laughs> what? What is happening? I, I legitimately thought he had a concussion. He, he, he stood up and he was, he was dizzy. Right? Like, he was woozy. <laughs> they showed the replay like four or five times on the broadcast, and you just see his head bounce, and oh. it's like, ooh, that could not have felt good. And then and then you see, like, the bruising, the immediate bruising on the side of his face, and it's just like, please just don't let him be hurt, hurt. You know? Like, I'm sure his pride is hurt, but please don't let the rest of him be hurt. Right? And then, and then in my infinite wisdom, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Please don't let him have that scar on his face like that face is too pretty for a scar and then like the baseball part of me was like Susie are you kidding me and I'm all yes (laughs) like I want him to be okay but I want his face also to be okay but anyways um yeah so hopefully he is he was not concussed um just a facial contusion and now it's six to five I mean he he laid out on that because he was like I gotta I still gotta make up for that that error (laughs) Um, but the bottom, bottom of the fifth, uh, Santander hits another home run. I swear on everything, freaking home runs. I'm all, why, why didn't y'all, I'm like, you guys pushed that one back. You couldn't have pushed everything back. No. Okay, cool. Um, now we're tied six to six, bottom of the sixth, a single, a walk, a single. Now it's seven to six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> stress, stress, stress. All of the stress, like lead change, lead change, lead change, another lead change. Hunter Brown, and this is what we referred to earlier when Hunter Brown came in, because he singled, singled, and bunted. I'm like, what? And it was Rudette Odor again with the freaking bunt. Bases loaded with no outs, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, please, 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 please. Strikes out Mateo, gets a force out and a ground out, and leaves the bases freaking loaded. If that was not a freaking thing of beauty, I don't know what was. It's just what makes him so special. Like, he can do that, and I don't feel like there's a lot of guys in in the bullpen that can do that, that have the kind of stuff. Now, he's 24, and he could, you know, eventually it could get to him. But as far as talent, he has the talent to make people swing and miss and weak contact. He gets a lot of ground balls, so... It's just he's really special, and he just proved it. He really hasn't had a moment yet where he hasn't proved it. You know, yeah, he'll give up a single here or there, but when he ratchets it up, it's like dominant, dominant. I, I totally, totally agree. I, mm, I kind of really wanted Dusty to leave him in. I, Same, I was, right? I, Same. I wanted, I wanted a little bit more, but I was, I'm like, well. Maybe he's saving him for the next day, or I don't really. Apparently, I don't understand how how pitching and saving arms work. Like I don't. Apparently, I don't understand because I'm like, but he only threw like twenty pitches. Could he? I'm like, he's been stretched out. Why could? Eh, whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> top of the eighth, Jordan walks, and then Yuli, Yuli with a freaking double. Oh my gosh, Lapina. I just, I need you to stay hot for the next, like, three weeks. Please, for the love of all that is holy, I need this Yuli to show up. Right? I'm, I, we will forgive all of it. We will forgive all of the, the, the beginning of the season if you will just come up with the, the doubles and the singles like you did last season. Right? Absolutely. Oh, but Yuli with the double, and now it's tied again. Oh, my gosh. So, bottom of the eighth, 
freaking Santander again with a multi-home run game. Two-run home run this time, and now it's 9-7, to seven, and now it's the top of the ninth. Vasquez singles, Altuve walks, Jordan singles, and now the bases are loaded. Bregman grounds out, Vasquez scores. Now it's 9-8, to eight, and I'm still kind of upset, but I'm all, okay, that's one run. Like, we can do this, guys. Let's go. Tucker doubles. Altuve scores, and now we're tied. And Julie again with a single. Oh, my gosh, Julie. When I tell you that I screamed so freaking loud. <laughs> Tucker and Bregman scores, and now it's 11-9. and nine. And then, bottom of the ninth, Presley comes in and immediately gives up a freaking home run to none other than <laughs> Runet Odor. So now it's 11 to 10. But thank baby Jesus we win, right? Absolutely. Uh, just an amazing game. Like those like those games, I talked about it. I, I kind of tweeted it out too. It's like you feel like you win twice when you win a game like that because the back and forth, back and forth, like there's so much momentum swing. And then to win the game, you just feel like you're on cloud nine. Like, you know, you slayed a, a, a dragon or something like that. Uh, Santander, you talked about. He had, a, he had a bomb from either side of the plate. So you just kind of felt like certain things were happening. Like you said, the dink and dunk and the bunts. You just felt like all the things were happening where it's like, we're not supposed to win. We're just not supposed to win. And then for Yuli to kind of hit the, the little dribbler single to the other way, it was kind of like one of those back at him. So just so impressed with how the guys were able to, you know, bow up a little bit and go, nah, 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 nah. We're not gonna let y'all pick on us. We're not. We're not. This is this is the Astros you're talking to. This isn't, you know, the Tigers or anything like that. And they did. They did what they had to do. Uh, so I. <laughs> so I have an alert on my I've on my Apple Watch when my heart rate gets like too fast or whatever. <laughs> like it will vibrate and it's like, what's going on? During that game. My watch went off, and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm like, Did you get the one that's like, are you working out? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Apple Watch. No, no. Nope. Just a bump on a log. Just super excited for this game, apparently. All of the nervous energy. And again, like, I should have folded all of the laundry on my table, but no. Instead, I just stewed in my <laughs> nervous energy. But... um and then today's game, I was like, okay, all right, guys, come on. Like, we can do this, right? Like, we can do this. And Javi was freaking dealing. Oh, my gosh. I have never seen Javi look so crisp and just throwing all of the strikes, right? Um, so, unfortunately, stupid rain delay. <laughs> he only goes six, though, because of the rain. With one hit, eight strikeouts, and... He had a perfect game going through the freaking fifth. I was so excited. I was like, shh, no one say anything. <laughs> then freaking Ryan Mountcastle with a little bloop single in the fifth. Anyways, but in the third, Vasquez doubles. Um, Chaz singles, and it's one to zero now. And then there's the freaking rain delay in the seventh. And that made me so sad because I really needed to see how many more innings that Javier had in him, right? Absolutely. And, like, you just feel like he's got so much potential to be that 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 next ace. So we've been talking about for, for a while now because you kind of felt like the Astros are going to go to the postseason. What's that rotation going to look like? And you kind of – JV, Framber, Lance, those three. We're not even going to talk about those. Those are the three. That fourth spot has been up for grabs, and Garcia's looked really good. Urquidy's looked really good. But Javi's got pitches that I think neither of those guys have, and he's got the talent to be able to be another ace-type guy. And today he looked like it until Mother Nature said, nah, nah, bro, we're going to have to slow you down. <clears throat> yeah, I think especially after these last um, two outings for Urquidy and Javi, I think, I think it's Javi's. I think they're... I don't even – I don't really know how the bullpen is going to look because now, like, do you push Urquidy and Garcia to the bullpen? Has Garcia ever even pitched out of the bullpen? 
he was warming today in extra innings. Right. He was, pre- he was preparing to come into that game if Montero struggled. I just don't. I don't know how I don't know how Luis Garcia will fare coming out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, we know that Javi can do it because Javi has done it, right? Urquidy obviously has done it, and it's kind of backfired on us. We won't we won't talk <laughs> about um, we won't talk about that though, right? Um, but I don't I don't know if Luis has. I think Luis has the stuff. I don't know if Luis has the the mental toughness yet though. And I feel horrible saying that. Well, no, no. Like if you look at the way he starts, so something that that's been kind of like people have noticed Luis needs like two or three innings to get his mind right, to get his arm slot right, to get into a game. Right. So the first couple innings, if you're going to get to him, that's when you want to get to him. Cause once he gets rolling, then he starts having, you know, the success, the success that he's capable of. But early on, he struggles. He walks batters. He just, he, he even spoke to it. He's got to be angry. Mm-hmm. So to bring a guy out of the bullpen, you got to be ready to go like ASAP. There's right. no, there's no, we don't have time for you to figure it out. Right. So that's where I feel like if you're worried about a guy, Luis Garcia is the guy that you probably want to start because you're worried about him. For me, and I know this sounds just blasphemy. I might leave him off my postseason roster because I don't have a spot for him. Like, I would rather have Hunter come out of the pen than Luis, knowing what I know. And he's not going to start if you're going to start Urquidy or Javi. Right. So, And I hate to say that because Luis definitely deserves to be there. He's been a horse all season long. I just don't know how many pitchers they're going to carry and who's not going to get to go. Exactly. Exactly. I. And so I was I was looking at it and I'm wondering if he may be left off of the ALDS roster and then brought back for the ALCS roster. Because yes, I'm we're I'm, we're going to I'm I'm putting it out there that I <laughs> 1000% believe that we are going to the ALCS. Um I'm not jinxing anything. I'm just that's what I believe, right? Um now, who we're going to play in the ALCS, that's that's a whole other debacle. But Well, I won't go that far yet. You and won't? The reason I won't go that far yet is because a lot has to be decided. If the Astros end up playing the Blue Jays in the ALDS, I'm not going to sleep good. I'm not going to – I'm going to be the – I'm going to do all the laundry. I'm, I'm going to do all the – I'm not going to sleep well. I'm not going to sleep well. That's but a scary I will, team. I will put our I will put our pitching I will put our pitching up against their 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 staff any day of the week. Any oh, day. Oh, for of the sure. Week. It's their um, lineup. Their lineup is really talented. Their lineup is very talented. But again, I th- I think we've got I think our pitching can beat them. I think our pitching can 1000% beat them. I mean, Kevin Gosman has looked great. Alec Manoa has looked great. Barrios has been iffy. Um who is their who is their fourth? Um I can see his face. <laughs> Not Jeffrey Springs, because Jeffrey Springs is on the Rays. Um, crap, he pitched. He pitched today. I just worry about that that center fielder they got. Maybe you've heard of him. He's got like all these homers in the postseason. He's got a flair for the dramatic. Like he's he terrifies the crap out of me. Facing him in a postseason series, I, I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would be okay. Ross Stripling. Ross Stripling is who I was going to say. So Ross Stripling, it, Ross Stripling is one of those like, is he good? Is he not? So I will. Their one-two punch of Gosman and Manoa, one thousand percent. But I will take our one-two of Verlander and Fromber over theirs any day of the week. Now, will I say that George Springer kind of terrifies me? <laughs> yes, yes, he does. However, I will put up my short king. Jose Altuve against George Springer any day of the week. I feel like it'll be a battle of leadoff home runs. It will. That will be the most delightful thing in the entire world. Um, <laughs> so I just, I don't know. The the Blue Jays, if, if they're firing on all cylinders, if they're firing on all cylinders, we it'll it'll be scary 
but that they've got to be firing on, on all their cylinders. And Bo Bichette has been on again, off again. Now he has been hot lately, but he's been on again, off again. Uh, Vladdy has been not as hot as one would one would like. George Springer, however, has been all kinds of hot. Um, <laughs> but Matt Chapman has not. Matt Chapman has struggled. So you know what Maryfield. Oh, they haven't. They haven't been beating the brakes off of teams in September. It's not a question of. It's like you just know what kind of player they can be. Yeah. So when you get into, especially if they're going to have to play a highly contested wild card game, and then the momentum they get off of that wild card game, my biggest fear is that you're going to catch a smoking hot team, and the Astros are going to be sitting at the house for five days, and then, then, then you're going to get this freight train coming at you, and maybe Justin's a little nah, rusty or Framber's a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. One of those guys gets beat. Then it just flips the series over, and now the other team has the momentum. And I don't fear a team like the Indians because they're super young. I don't feel I fear a team like Tampa because we kind of have their number. I, I really don't fear uh, Seattle because we definitely have their number. It's, it's that one Toronto team. Of all the teams there, that one Toronto team. Now, ALCS, I feel like you, if you were to get the Yankees, that's where you would get them, right, because of the two seed. The other teams, they can move around, shuffle, which way, you don't know. So of all of them, if Toronto doesn't come this way, I'm, I'm okay with that. But are, is Toronto is Toronto the four seed? That remember. is a good question. It seems like it juggles like every every couple days. It, it does. Um, and I'm not I'm not <clears throat> apparently smart enough to remember what like how who faces who um, where? Like, all I know is, like, we're technically the one seed. New York is technically this two seed. And then it's and, – and I'm saying these out of order, but Seattle, Tampa, Blue Jays. Seattle, Tampa, Blue Jays. I'm missing one. Oh, so and, currently – And Cleveland. <laughs> like, we right. just talked about them. <laughs> so currently, the 4-5 matchup, the winner would face the Astros, would be Tampa and Toronto. Okay. Cleveland and Seattle would face off to face the Yankees. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. But Tampa played Toronto really well. So, I mean, Tampa could go right through them. And then, you know, I got to feel like the way we just swept Tampa that that you know you're confident that they could do it again or at least get the series done. Yeah. Um can we can we mention though that I'm wondering if the Orioles had our number so well because half of their front office and their pitching coaches were part of the Astros. Like Absolutely. Right? I I feel like that's got to that's got to have something to do with the fact that <laughs> that that's why they that that they have read us like a freaking book. I don't know. It I mean, makes I'm, sense. Not, I'm not saying that, that, you know, anything shady is going on, obviously, but I mean, for Kyle Bradish and like freaking Dean Kramer to have our number two different times. <clears> our, <throat> what is happening? What is going on here? No, no, surely, surely we can play better than this. And they're just, they just know our tendencies, right? So that'll just that's it'll be really interesting to see what's going to happen when the Diamondbacks come to play us because um, of Ron Strom and to see how all, that all plays out. <laughs> so um, have you followed the the D-backs at all this season? A little bit. Uh, they've got a guy because I also play fantasy baseball. Zach uh, Gallon, right? Zach Gallon, yep. He's been amazing. And I think that's a Brett Strom project where he kind of built him up. So, I mean, they've got some other hitters that I kind of, you know, they're on a roster here or there because I have a couple different teams. So, uh, Varsho, the catcher, I've got him. So, I kind of see him, but I don't really see him. Like... Right. Catcher slash outfielder, Amal. How are you that good of an athlete that you're just like, <laughs> cool, cool, you need me over here in center field? 
Got you. You need me behind the dish? Got that as well. I'm all, I'm sorry. What now, Dalton Varshow? What are you doing? But between all of their, their little baby backs, like Josh Rojas and Dalton Varshow, and then, um, you know, Brent Strom over there, pitching coach extraordinaire, um, apparently could not fix Dallas Keuchel, though. So <laughs> I don't – Dallas Keuchel, you're just SOL, sir. If Brent Strom couldn't fix you, then I just – I don't understand what's the story with Dallas Keuchel. He pitched uh, – he ended up pitching in Sugarland. I wouldn't see him face Lance. He looked really good. Like, he was like five innings, shutout baseball, something like that, only gave up two hits. I get it's minor league players, but he's got to be better than some of these other guys that people are running out. Like, the fact that Dallas can't get a job anywhere is kind of weird. I, I don't know, but, like – you knew that if Brent Strom couldn't fix him, ain't nothing going to happen, <laughs> right? Like yep. the Rangers like, okay, we'll try. And then the Rangers like, just kidding. We can't, Mm-mm. we can't do that either. So, um, but I, I feel like the D-backs are, are going to be one of those teams in the, in the future that we should probably watch out. Like not we, because we're not going to play them. Well, we may play them more often now that the schedule is going to be a little bit um, more weighted. Weighted is not the word that I wanted to use. Um, spread out, <laughs> spread out. I'm like, apparently it was a W word that I wanted to use, but now my brain's like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyways, um, the D backs were one of those teams that I was, that I was looking at that has a really good young core and their pitching has been, ha- will be really good. Um, but they're sitting, they're sitting Madison Bumgarner for the rest of the season though. And he has like, I think they said one more year on his contract to see, um, all their new all their new pitchers that apparently they have three new pitchers um, that started this last week or this, this past week, or was it last week or something that shut out like the, the, the Dodgers for a while. And I'm all, Oh, I'm sorry. What now? Like, <laughs> okay. So the D backs are in town for, is that two or three games? It's just it's two games. Two. Okay. And then is it Tampa again? Tampa and then the Phillies. Oh, and then we're and then we're done, and then we're in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be delightful. <laughs> I really want to hear about these inter squad games that I heard them talking about. So when they took their team picture or whatever, mm-hmm. they were talking about playing inter squad games to kind of keep sharp. And Hector Neris, of all people, went to Altuve and was like, "Hey, we play inter squad." Framber's pitching, you hitting Framber? And Tuve's like, yes. And he's like, oh. So I really want to know if that happens. I just I just need to know. I I I need to see that. I need to see I need to see Verlander take take some I need to see Altuve take some take some pictures off of Verlander. Or Tucker. I think I need to see Tucker and Jordan. Sell tickets. I'll I'll buy one. I'm down. Sell some tickets. Let us let us come watch. Um, I was I w- was really excited. Well, when it, then it got shut down because of COVID, obviously. But next year when they redo the um, the Astros versus uh, Sugarland game, I really want to go to that. I'll be excited to see that. And um, do you think Corey Lee will come up at some point next year? This year, no. Next year, next year. Uh- I'm really interested to see what they do with Christian Vasquez. Like, he's going to be a free agent. I don't know what kind of money he's going to want, but clearly he likes playing here. You know, he's he's ear-to-ear grin everywhere. Maldi, he's already got locked up for next year. He hit some kind of uh, game innings thing. Innings yeah. caught or something. Was it 100 games? Hundred innings? No, something innings. like that. But it triggered a, a thing in his contract, so he has a next year that he can play. So I just really wonder if they're gonna try that, or they're just gonna bring Corey up and just go, okay, you're the backup catcher. I don't. I think I think Christian Vasquez is a rental. As much as I like him, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he'll stay. I think he. I'm not saying that he doesn't like being the quote unquote backup catcher, but that's, I mean, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of wasting him, you know? Um, I mean, and we're not going to move on from Maldi, obviously. Maldi is our number one. He is, he's not going to be, 
Christian Vasquez will never be the number one, right? So, so what I, do you do with Yiner Diaz then? <laughs> Honestly, I think we move him to first base. You think Yuli's done? I think Yuli's done. Okay. I don't. I don't. I half want Yuli to be done, and I don't. And I half don't want Yuli to be done. I want. I need Yuli to to ride off into the freaking sunset with a freaking with another ring and just go off in a blaze of glory. Just maybe, maybe being the freaking World Series MVP. I don't. I don't know. Like I wow. need. Wow. Like I need. I need that happy ending for for Yuli Gurriel, so that he can leave the team and we we find another first baseman. Like I just, I think maybe Yanir Diaz goes to first base. I think Corey Lee comes up and is backup catcher. And I don't know what happens with center field. I honestly don't. It's just going to be interesting because they're going to be really good again. They're going to be in the same position, even if even if and God forbid. Justin Verlander decides to take his talent somewhere else because I truly think Crane is going to pay him whatever he wants. They're going to be really, really good, and and that's going to be two more rookies on the squad that you're going to be like, eh, are they are they ready to play at that level? So I believe they were they were aggressive at the free agent uh, at the trading deadline because we have rookies and we're kind of like, you know, we need we need solid answers. If Corey was the answer. I think they wouldn't have went out for Christian Vasquez. Right. So now you're kind of like, okay, what, what happens? Um, are they going to need another outfielder? You know, what, what's going to happen with Trey Mancini, that kind of thing. So. All right. Is Trey, Trey, is Trey a rental or does Trey have, cause I know, I know. Mauricio Dubon has, I think one more year on his contract. I, I don't feel wor- like that is a good question. I don't know what Trey Mancini is. Because I know, I'm, I'm like, I know Christian Vasquez is a rental. I want to uh, say that maybe. I don't know what Trey is. Do you think if Trey is a rental, do you think he resigns with us? Uh, It looks like he only has one year. So. No, he has next year for $10 million. Oh. So that answers that. Okay. He will be a unrestricted free agent in 2024. Okay, so he's so we so we got him. So I don't even know why we're So talking that may about. be your first baseman. I could handle that. <laughs> I could handle that. I felt so bad for him today when he hit that freaking double. It was like poetic justice, like of all the places to hit it. And then did you hear the broadcast where it would have been a homer in 29 other ballparks? Yep. I was like, that's why he left. He was like, I'm getting cheated. Right. he's like, no, give, give me the Crawford boxes all day, every day. Right. Yeah. I, um, on that Friday game, no Thursday game, Thursday game. I was like, I had told my husband, I'm like, I need Trey Mancini to come in and hit a home run because Damn it! I need baseball to be romantic again. And he's like, "What is the matter with you?" I was like, "That would be amazing, okay? If Trey Mancini could come in and just hit a freaking go-ahead home run at a freaking ballpark." I'm like, "They're still giving him standing ovations." Like the 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 pinch hit that he can't. I'm all, "Oh, all right. You must you must be beloved if they are giving you a standing ovation when you are coming up to the plate." to possibly win this game to potentially end their season. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like Trey Mancini. I do love you. Boomer. <laughs> Boomer Mancini. I love it. So, um, I think that's all I've got though. It's been, um, a delight having you, Tom. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having in. me. I'm so yeah. sorry that I was like super late. <laughs> I'm like, go to bed, children. I gotta record my podcast. Hey, like, I understand. I have two of my own, and what we'd like for them to do and what they end up doing are never the same thing. It's never, never. I'm like, just go to bed. I'm like, I love you so much, but I need you to go to bed. So, anyways, um, but yeah. So coming up, we have an off day tomorrow. Then we have Arizona um, for two off day. 
and then Tampa, and then Philly, and then we're off for five, right? Is that what that mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Do you think we're going to be rusty? I think maybe. That's my rusty. biggest fear. It's my biggest fear because it's just like you're not going to see the same intensity. You're not going to have that postseason. I mean, you will when the, when the series starts. Right. But these guys are going to be, I would assume, live or die right. with every pitch already. Yeah. So you just hope that the, the, the series starts off with a leadoff Altuve homer. It's like, okay, we're here now. Let's right. go to work. You know, right. you just really hope that. Because if Think- it takes them a couple games to, like, get it going again, they struggle with the bat, you just never know. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Anyway, so, well, Tom, I really appreciate you uh, filling in. And um, next time we will, we will, next time we'll let Rob hop on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anytime. Uh, I know Rob said he could have came in, but I do not mind. Next time I'll actually have some bourbon instead oh. of water. Well, and, uh... <laughs> you, you had the Red Solo cup. So you had, you had me convinced that there was something else in there, Tom. Like... Oh, no. If, if there was going to be bourbon, it'd be, you know, a proper glass, you know, with a little, you know. That's fair. That's this fair. Are you, are you sure? PG thirteen. Um. Hi. Can like the Cayman Jack in the premixed margarita uh, bottle here? Um. You know. At least it's a glass <laughs> bottle though. So you know. Kind of classy. Um. We're we're one thousand percent classy up in here. Like. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Again, we appreciate you. Um. I will. Oh. Tom, you have you are also on a podcast. Let's tell the people where they can find you. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on an Astros baseball podcast. We are wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart. You can find us. Look up Astros baseball podcast. We are trying to grow our YouTube channel. You can also find us on YouTube. It's really difficult because we have to have a hundred subscribers, much like Bourbon and baseball, they're they're finding this out also. So you really got to have to hunt for it. But definitely come check us out on YouTube. Me and my buddy Rob, we do a lot of the similar things, but, you know, different spin on it a little bit. No alcohol yet. I'm working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Rob seems like he might, you know, partake, but I don't want to force it. So, uh, (laughs) But yeah, we definitely love the Astros too and uh, are rooted for them right along with the ladies at Bourbon and Baseball. Perfect. Um, and we will, um, we, I say we, we will link things. I will link um, all of your information, um, Tom, um, your information and Rob's and Astros ba- Baseball podcast um, in the description below um, with all of the links. And I will go find the YouTube and actually link it because I, I do know that. I do know that um, that hard fought um the link is on my twitter on my twitter bio if okay if that that makes it easier that does make it much easier i will copy and paste and we will have the youtube link um in there and so if you like um astro like and and rob and tom are on it they are much more on it than shelby and i are we are once a week over here at bourbon and baseball and um tom and rob are they're like multi multi podcast a week (laughs) okay they, they are on it. My husband's like, you need to be, you need to do more of these. I'm all, I cannot handle more of these. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a possibility. So, um, so if you like more Astros centric, uh, content, head over to Rob and Tom, they are super awesome. And I will link all of their information, um, in the description below. I say below, like I know where I'm going to put it. I don't know where I'm going to put it, find it. Y'all are smart people. I know you will. So again, Tom, I really appreciate you hopping on here with me. Um, Hopefully next time um, Shelby will be here. So until then, we will see y'all later and go Strohs.